0: Anthony Lopez, we made you watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, um, a movie about some turtles who are getting too much shadow and decide to leave into the bright light of being secretly New Yorkers. What is your major compliment? We start and end every show with a compliment. It's called Our Compliment Sandwich. That was not the best quick summary I've ever given. <laughs> um, anyway, Anthony, what's your, what's your compliment for Out of the Shadows?
1: Um, I don't know about you guys. But I made the mistake of watching both of these movies back-to-back. You Whoa. Were the, you
0: were the canary in the coal mine for me. Yeah, told one four-hour-long
1: uh, thing. And the best compliment I can give you to this movie is that it is better than the first. No. In every There's conceivable way. no possible
0: way. way that that is No, true. this
1: movie is so much more enjoyable than the first movie. Still not a good movie. No. I still yeah. did not enjoy this. But, I mean... It was good in the way that, like, you know, like, drinking milk after eating a hot pepper is good?
2: Sure, yeah. You know, is, it's, is it's it?
1: still just milk, and it's never <laughs> yeah. going to be great. But that's how I, I left. I watched the first one, and I was so not looking forward to watching another two hours. Um, and I feel
0: like this I might found... be the worst movie I've ever seen, so I'm having trouble imagining Really, that's
1: Really? That's no. intense, man. I feel like this we, might yeah. be
0: the worst movie humans have ever seen. Wow. I was so upset during this movie.
1: I don't. E- wow. I wouldn't even say that this is the worst teenage mutant, <laughs> mutant ninja turtle sequel that has been made. Yeah, uh, turtles I, I in time. Turtles Anywhere in time is pretty good. Don't you dare this. say anything Let's... about turtles in time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying this is no secret of the ooze or anything like that. Yeah, but the this dark is definitely... second
0: one. Yeah, this is definitely,
1: I think, better than Turtles in Time.
0: (laughs) I haven't watched Turtles in Time in a long time, but I just like everything about that series so much better than this one. (laughs) You
1: know what just kills me about Turtles in Time? They're ninjas. Why do they go back to Japan and be samurais?
2: Yeah, they're completely changed. It's like, hey, I'm a plumber. Let me go be a carpenter. (laughs) Yeah,
0: if, if plumber and carpenter were basically the same thing to everybody who's not a plumber or a carpenter... It's more like they were like kayakers and they were like, let me go back in time and canoe. It was like, yeah, that seems comparable enough.
2: Yeah. Or you uh, your bobsledder. Have a luge.
1: <laughs> yeah. Somehow, if a, if a some, what you again. just said was incredibly racist, Alex. I'm not quite sure exactly which way. <laughs>
0: but, I, it's, it's racist, but like pro those other races. Is that possible? <laughs> like, I see a strong difference, but I prefer the other one. Is that a way that things work? basically <laughs> okay. i feel confused yeah me too uh, uh tanya why don't you shake it off and pull out a compliment uh what's your major compliment for tmnt well
3: i don't think this compliment's going to go over great but i so uh, let me find the shortest way to get to this i had to do a lot of research about the turtles mm-hmm. um in their current iteration and so one of the things that I learned while doing all this research uh, for a work thing is that they, when they make the, the, like the CG faces of the turtles for this movie and the one before it, which apparently was so much worse. um, They actually use like features from famous people to like composite together these faces so that they feel familiar and like welcoming. And so they have like, so like, I don't know, like Denzel Washington's mouth and like, you know, like, So, I don't, I can't remember like specifically who they used, but it was all like, you know, people that you trust and people that you like can relate to. So that you don't feel like you're staring at a stranger. It it. feels like weirdly familiar, which sounds totally creepy that they like Frankenstein together all these famous people's faces. But I feel like it worked because as soon as you like, Barring the weird muscly bodies that you then yeah, have they, to see, they and, had like,
0: Chad as a model for all the bodies, which is yeah, um, yeah. yeah. they
3: all have like weird chest veins, but like, <laughs> but when they're closing up on their face, they faces, have shells. How do they have veins? I, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But the, when you're just looking at their faces, they're so like they do look kind of nice. sweet, yeah, yeah. Like, I totally, like, I, you know, I'll keep my favorite turtle a secret for now, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I totally like that was part of it was that I was just like, but his face, yeah, yeah. I mean, so
1: look, looking at. Adam you can really see kind of like Denzel's jawline Shrek's everything else
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) I just like I I remember reading that fact and being like I am not going to be a sucker for that and then I totally was
0: I wish I'd read that ahead of time so I could be looking be like whose mouth is that why do I trust this mouth
3: well and then yeah I spent a lot of time being like these mouths look familiar like yeah who's the most who
0: are the most trustworthy mouths in cinema that we could use
3: for some reason, I have this distinct memory that Denzel Washington's mouth was involved. <laughs> I don't know that that's actually true. And I can't wait to be lit on fire and find out that all of this is false. But I, I like this theory a lot. I feel like it's, it's, uh, it's a good time. It's really
0: fun. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go next. My uh, major compliment is uh, it's sort of like The Bachelor in that you don't watch the main fight and conflict. You look for the secret friendship. And yeah. mm. Bebop and Rocksteady are made for each other. Yes.
2: Yeah, they have a lot of chemistry. They both love eating out of barrels of spaghetti. <laughs>
1: they do. I'm, what? I'm so glad this movie finally brought Bebop and Rocksteady <laughs> together, too. You know?
0: Yeah. yeah. Been in the <laughs> on in the, their own. In the rubber-suited turtles, they were so aggressive, uh, they were not they never looked like they were about to kiss. And in this, it was always... When they were people, <laughs> they looked like they were about to kiss. <laughs> yeah. they, were,
2: they were already bromancing before they turned into hideous monsters. They
0: were bromancing so hard. And you meet them in a prisoner transport with the most notorious terrorist and murderer in the world. And they're like, hey, man, big fan of your work. And yeah. uh, they were like, they, basically the same fandom that they were part of.
3: You know, they that is great. something there's something in like action franchises that i do enjoy that like criminals treat each other like trading cards like they're all like aware of each other's work and like very like supportive like there's some sort of like crime community that's like larger than like the mob yeah Yeah. but also
2: they know who was in a cell with who else and like they know all the configurations they're like they're like wedding planners almost yeah
3: yeah
0: it's uh, i like to picture that they have like a, a message board where they get together and like oh did you see what shredder
3: did what a cool dude yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah. or they like throw shade on him they're like yeah it wasn't
3: that good of a terrorist act yeah he's just ripping off another i can't do this guys i barely (laughs) understand any of
0: (laughs) (laughs) you bailed so so
3: early (laughs) i just i just like the the immense nature of my own like noobness just like really came crashing down (laughs) i was like why am i here (laughs)
2: uh all right uh chris that leaves you I have a related compliment uh, to yours, Alex, that you love that Bebop and Rocksteady got to be in this movie. I love fucking Krang is in this movie. Oh yeah, Krang. Like, what a bananas character. It's a brain from another dimension who is power-hungry and he has tentacles but he's pretty little. He's like the size of a microwave.
3: He's power-hungry and regular-hungry in that he is, like, never not salivating from his entire... Yeah. Well,
2: he's gross. He's He's a brain. Yeah. And then he rides around in a giant... in the tummy of a giant robot. Humanoid (laughs) robot. Yeah. And, And there's the Technodrome. I mean... This movie brought together pretty much every toy that I wanted to play with at age five. Here you know? I
0: remember the toy Krang, and I do not remember the origin of Krang. So I was I totally forgot I, maybe yeah. this is new. I don't he's just like, oops, we opened a portal to you. I yeah. left the puzzle
2: pieces to make me a new portal. Like his motivation is very interesting. Yeah, well we'll talk about that in the summary, but this this movie has so many bananas things that happen, but by far the most is when they fight the tummy of a giant he's, okay, robot. So
0: he's a brain in a humanoid robot's tummy, but yeah. he does not go in and out of the tummy easily. So the giant robot has to punch <laughs> yeah. his brain feet. Yeah. It's like it tongue.
2: fit it fit him just a couple of sizes ago. Well, <laughs>
3: Put i was gonna say why meat. wouldn't you build yeah why wouldn't you build that guy to fit like what's
2: <laughs> well you build him once and the r&d's there but you have a couple of chicken parms and then
0: you, you just <laughs> eat one or like- two bu- barrels of spaghetti <laughs>
2: yeah
3: this is like the first time you get your sleeping bag out of its stuff sack and you're like yes. this is gonna be so normal and then every other time you are like why is this my life <laughs>
0: That is exactly right. He goes back into his tummy chair the way his uh, sleeping bag goes back into its sack.
3: Yeah, uh, He has to be punched back in. Punched back in, and, and like the friction on the nylon is always like, a little bit hot. <laughs> You're just like, upset. <laughs> I hate camping. Yeah. Oh,
1: God.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, not even the worst part of camping. Ugh. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get started. That seems like a good break point. Are you still here, Anthony? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, cool.
2: If I don't hear you for a minute, I get worried that we're having tech problems. <laughs> yeah, no, he just doesn't think we're fun. That's oh. fine.
0: <laughs> good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about mostly bad books, movies, and TV. I'm your host alex falcone on twitter alex underscore falcone joining me as always he's at c walter smith on twitter in brooklyn new york it's mr chris smith
2: cowabunga alex man
0: uh i've always been partial to Kawabunga. yeah that's from the other movie i missed the other movie <laughs> <laughs> also joining us today on our third mic uh, she's at the tanya best on twitter in also in our brooklyn studios it's tanya smith
3: I'm Laura Linney, and the check cleared.
2: <laughs> yeah, she got paid for this. She did so very little in this movie besides show up and be like, I'm Laura Linney.
3: <laughs> Which, you know, is enough for me, actually. <laughs> I think that's kind of all she has to do. Yeah, she. I bet
0: her and, and Will Arnett had a good time at craft services one day, and that was like, mm-hmm. good enough for everybody.
3: I'm talking about how their kids are totally going to college. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to this movie. <laughs>
0: also joining us this week we have a very special guest he's at Anthony Lopez PT2 Anthony Lopez part 2 on Twitter in our in not in our Portland Studios but in Portland it's mr. Anthony
2: Lopez
1: hey thanks for having me uh, you know make sure you give me all the information I want up front or I will shake down your bow in the most violent way as a good <laughs> yeah. you know, upstanding cop
0: yeah just uh, just breaking things and i liked throwing glasses at bottles that was an interesting way of taking out the bottles in that bar that scene yeah. was
1: fucking crazy right that was like something out yeah. of the depoted. like that was insane <laughs> for a children's <laughs> movie there's like weird eruption <laughs> of just shakedown violence i yeah I was, he's also
3: he's the hero our hero yeah. is kind of a
2: dirty <laughs> cop it's like, like
3: yeah. he's got like rage problems like in that first part he's like i have real anger management issues and i was like Oh.
2: Yeah, I thought I'd be a detective but now I'm on prisoner transport. Well. I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> Excuse me, are you the romantic lead? <laughs> like this notion that he's like he does the thing when he like he gets disgraced and he's like I got to go do it on my own. So I'm going to go do like clever cop stuff. And he goes in and just fucks up a dude's business.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, interesting. If you're trying to pass the detective I
1: don't know exam. Why this <laughs> it's, that's the craziest scene in a two hours <laughs> of crazy scenes is that one moment it's, it
2: made no
0: sense oh yeah.
3: man sorry guys and he, yeah he just
0: started by like he's like oh i like this song and destroyed the jukebox and oh yeah by CD? like
3: taking the cds out of it which was a we- like weirdly not only and then he was like hey remember cds and i was like literally no child that's watching this knows what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about
0: we, why are you throwing those uh, large round MP3s across the room? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was bonkers. All right. Well, so this is episode number 346 of uh-huh. the podcast. We've now done as many episodes as the age in years of the iPhone, according to Tim Cook. What? what? No. Wait, no. Yes. What? So the Say
3: ap- more but also never speak of this again. <laughs>
0: Okay, so Tim Cook, Apple CEO, was attending Startup Fest in Amsterdam last month, uh, and he said that he went to the Rijksmuseum Museum, Riks Museum, a day earlier, and he had noticed a depiction of the iPhone in the in a Dutch master, Peter de Hooch's no. classic, man handing a letter to a woman in the entrance of a house. Uh, and yeah, maybe
2: it was just a letter.
0: Instead yeah, I'm of guessing an it was a letter because it's called that, and that's like that's the plaque right. Now. Like read the plaque, it helps. Uh, yeah. But apparently, uh, Tim Cook said it looked just like an iPhone, and he claims that that's where it must have come from. And given that Apple has kind of a history of stealing ideas from other companies, it's not a huge
3: shock. Sure. (laughs) That just makes me feel so tired.
1: (laughs) Now that the war with Samsung is over, he's starting with the art world.
3: (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm going to sue Dutch master Peter de Hooch for uh, patent infringement on this iPhone.
3: My arms are so tired from all this stretching I'm doing.
0: Just, okay it's a dumb story uh but i like it because it was it reminded me of chris and i's time travel bonus where they're because the internet loves to find modern artifacts in old things and so yes. it's, fun, True. it's fun to watch the apple ceo do that about his own is project. that an iphone 6s <laughs> what
3: <laughs> i mean yeah. it doesn't look like that but maybe anyway yeah. speaking, but i'm that important this seems reasonable speaking of complete
0: nonsense that loses uh all of the most interesting parts of a famous franchise this week we're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows, the sequel to the 2014 film Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Does uh, there a subtitle on that one? Nope. No. Uh, yeah, just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, not at all related to the 2007 film TMNT. Did you Did you see that one, Anthony?
1: Uh, I watched a bit of it. Uh, that wasn't. That was okay. That's like the CG one. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's all yeah. cartoon.
1: I mean, opposed to this movie, which is all live action. Uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's like comparable amounts of animation, probably. But yeah, that's all yeah. CG. But it's uh, it's supposedly, um, it's that's supposedly a sequel to the other ones. That's TMNT is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles four, oh, which okay. is crazy. Um, hmm. even though it's like now they're cartoons. Uh, anyway, so this is the unrelated one. This is all it's all it can, It's not rubber suits. It's all, it's all CG on the turtles. Yeah. No, I mean, this is, I I think,
1: you know, it's very important to distinguish that this is Platinum Dunes version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it is the most Platinum Dunes thing. Well, and what is Platinum dunes yeah, for It's the based the production company. It's, oh.
3: Uh, <laughs> so if yes, you look at no like, the list
1: of movies, it's like all the Transformer films, it's these two movies, it's all of like the slasher remakes that are really like the Friday the 13th, the Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. This is what they turn out is these type but of... the
0: best summary is to say this is what if the people who made Transformers 4 made a Turtles movie. Like, that's yeah, the if, a perfect way to understand it.
3: It's if like if the, the people who made Mo Money Mo Problems got into making movies. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, I'll chrome everything. We did it, America.
0: Uh, yeah, I think that might be one of the things about him, is that about uh, Michael Bay. He's got Mo Money, and so he's got all these problems uh, with movies that are not good. Yeah. <laughs> that was a better riff in my head when I started it. Uh, <laughs> okay. If you, uh, so this episode... Uh, it's not sponsored by anybody. This is just a fun thing that we wanted to do. We wanted to get Anthony yeah. on it. Um, Anthony, famous turtle fan. And, uh, if, but if you want to choose something, if you want to hear our take on something that you used to like as a child, go to read sign up on the mailing list, uh, they might be done by now Yeah, you probably just missed sponsorships they probably just closed, it's hard
2: to know because it's the Sorry. future, but it's the past
3: yeah, for you we're in the future, no yeah.
2: thanks to everybody who uh, uh, submitted an idea for sponsoring, well, probably but if you, just,
0: if, the, if you haven't yet, get on that uh, the weekly weep, subscribe now to the mailing list because that's the way you'll find out for the next round you don't want to miss out again you don't want this to be like those Dutch masters who didn't think of the iPhone 6 you want to get on it Exactly, Chris. For those people who haven't seen this movie yet, because it is not going oh. great, please summarize yeah. in the style of The Falcon.
2: <laughs> Will Arnett's The Falcon. Will Arnett's The Falcon.
1: Oh, I thought you meant the Marvel character, The Falcon. <laughs> Anthony Mackie. Like, yeah, be weird. <laughs> I'm so confused.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Anthony Mackie. <laughs> That's my Anthony Didn't Mackie see you impression. There. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, okay. so what's going on
0: here, Chris? Tell us about this movie.
2: Well, it's New York City, and uh, things are pretty great. You heard of the Falcon? He saved the city in the last Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie by himself. I don't know why it's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles; it should be called The Falcon. Uh, the Falcon. Uh, is, you know, I'm a I'm a former uh, TV news cameraman. Worked with uh, my pal April O'Neill. That's Megan Fox in an increasingly sexualized role, and uh, used to uh, just save the city from Shredder and his goon of uh, Foot Clan. Yeah, maybe there were these. Mutant Ninja Turtles in the background, you know Leonardo, Michelangelo, Raphael, Donatello. They were flipping around, but you know it was me who did all the saving. So got uh, key to the city. Well, I sort it, of miss
0: when April O'Neil was just a sexualized cartoon character. It's way it's way different now as a person. I yeah it's not at
3: all different.
0: Uh, what? <laughs> well, <laughs> I just when I used to watch the cartoons of this, she was just a sexualized cartoon character.
3: Oh no, I understand. I just Chris said it's not at all different. And oh. I wanted to know what that was about.
2: Oh, he- it's not that different because Megan Fox in this movie is an over-sexualized cartoon character, basically. Uh, yeah, I guess that's yeah. kind of her deal. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Do you know the voices are all different from the from the 14 one to this one? Nope. Yeah, they apparently didn't want the, to pay Johnny Knoxville to come back. So they tricked him out. I, Fair. Can honestly <laughs>
1: say, did not notice that there was different voices. Oh, actually, yeah.
0: I think it's just him is the only one. I think the other ones were similar. Okay.
1: Well, uh, pranks on set, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: well, in sure. this movie, yeah. you guys, uh, Shredder has been uh, kidnapped because of the Falcons' efforts, you know, and he's getting transported to the big jail in New York City. But he gets rescued by his own clan. They're, they they break him out. Uh, prison transport driving that truck is very uh, is the one and only Casey Jones, who's a police officer who really likes hockey, and he fails at his job and gets suspended for letting the Shredder go. And uh, the Shredder actually got teleported away, which is yeah, really weird. Yeah, was kind of a surprise. Yeah, that was, that was a quinky dink.
0: Like, it was fun uh, when it was ninjas on motorcycles who were, like, uh, plasma torching the roof off of the truck as it was driving. Uh, and then the helicopter with the super magnet to pull the roof off. And then teleportation.
2: Yes, really so there to the is space. some teleportation magic. I wonder just
0: teleport him from inside the truck.
3: I was just wondering the same thing. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> just occurred so to me. the
2: evil scientist Baxter Stockman, played by Tyler Perry, uh, had to get some sort of... There was something about the calculation and the wind speed or, or something. They had to get Shredder out of there, um, but they did. And so Shredder is working with Baxter Stockman to uncover some... Uh, some alien artifacts because Shredder got transported not back to the Shredder base but to another dimension to meet Krang who we already talked about and Krang Krang <laughs> is a brain pretty, who lives in a robot's tummy
0: impressed by seeing a talking brain with tentacles in the tummy of a humanoid robot
2: yeah but what Krang is saying is he has a few pieces of MacGuffin <laughs> that are scattered throughout the world yeah. and if you take these three pieces of MacGuffin and you put them together he can make a portal big enough to get his Technodrome Which is the big Death Star like uh, Warship device Into our dimension and then he will Rule the world and Shredder's like rule the world huh Well maybe we have some common cause I also want to rule the world let's do this And so Shredder uses uh, Some extra dimensional At which point no one
0: thinks that's going to go well For him
2: oh yeah no 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 Uh, But Shredder uses some purple stuff to turn two common criminals into Bebop and Rocksteady, a a mutant warthog and a mutant rhino, to do his bidding, mainly collect those pieces of stuff. And, uh, you know, the turtles try to stop them, but the bad guys collect the portal anyway because, come on, Chekhov's Technodrome. Mm -hmm. And you, you... put them together baxter stockman and shredder and krang open up this portal and sort of like the avengers where that portal opens in the sky over new york in fact it's almost exactly the same as that and then pieces of the technodrome start uh you know flipping through the air and and coming together but the turtles at the last moment beat up krang and uh i don't know get the technodrome to take itself apart yeah
0: because they okay so it turns out the technodrome is just like i'm gonna build myself around this this other MacGuffin. And then yeah. they were like, "Oh wait, let's just put it on our little tiny uh, uh, helicopter." RC yeah, put helicopter. it on a drone. Yeah, yeah. a little drone. Let's and slide back that. through
2: the other dimension. Yeah.
0: So it turned yeah. out that the key all along had nothing to do with turtles or ninjas. Or any sort of extra dimensional thing. It's just like we should have more drones
2: lying around. Yeah, so but the turtles the-, <laughs> the turtles needed the cops' help. They needed to come out of the shadows and be publicly visible in order to do all this stuff, because normally they, they live in the sewer and they're, you know, sneaky like ninjas. Uh, they're also afraid that if they get discovered by humanity they're gonna, you know, I don't know, get dissected or or people won't like them.
3: People will be like, ew
2: yeah look <laughs> you know muscly worst, turtles
3: worst case worst <laughs> I mean, case scenario right there
0: a couple yeah. you know it's like it was like 25 minutes in where they were like oh wait we have to start worrying about whether or not we get to be human and then like an hour later they're like oh well we're fine with turtles so it's a very short arc of them yeah the
3: emotional to, arc of this movie was not
0: It was like <laughs> guys much. man i'm just so sick of all these shadows and then a few minutes later like
3: the shadows seem like our friend
2: yeah <laughs> in the end that was it. so you got you got casey jones you got april O'Neil, you got the four turtles you got splinter uh those are the good guys and then the bad guys you got the bebop and rocksteady and shredder and krang and the foot soldiers and it's basically like all the action figures are just running at each other <laughs> yeah and they d- go it
0: definitely sh- felt like this was like trying to get in all of the fig- all the possible toys.
2: all the toys all the possible toys yeah that's, uh, yeah, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. all the toys.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. so this is a, it's a, in case this wasn't clear to you, dear listener, at this point, this movie was sort of bonkers,
2: and... Yeah, there are a lot of subplots that don't go anywhere, there are a lot of things that are hand-wavy explained.
1: And I honestly, right now, like I needed that summary, because like I said, watching them back to back, I honestly cannot tell you what happens <laughs> in what movie, so could you point. now
0: give, at this point now that you've heard that summary could you give us like the very brief overview of the first movie? Is it just uh, here are the origins of the turtles?
1: Okay, so uh, check this out. Uh, <laughs> April O'Neil, she knew the turtles when they were kids. right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. before they were like her dad's science experiment. And oh, now it's crazy that they all want to get on There's a on bunch there. of like home camera footage of what? like her as a girl being like, "This is Mikey
0: this is are Splinter these, Are they ninjas or are they just turtles?
1: They're just did turtles they, at this point. Were but they
3: but they were kids named those names or did she yeah, name she them? She named them. She oh, so I guess there it, is a nod to that in the in the second yes, one. Yeah, she's
0: like those are the most pretentious names, I named them.
1: So yeah. the first movie is it's about the journey of like the turtles find April they save April O'Neil from like getting attacked. Uh, very it's very very similar to the original movie but just shittier and heavier way. <laughs> so there's the subway fight sequence, but now instead of like a bunch of weird disenfranchised teenagers that are the Foot Clan in the first one, the Foot Clan is like this heavy militarized uh like force, like they're oh. like a PMC. Oh, Um, Oh. so they're like fighting just people with machine guns, just mowing down, like just opening fire in subways. Uh, And then like April O'Neil's like, "Hey, I remember you guys." Uh, And he's like, "Yeah, my dad was a scientist. Then he died in a fire. I wonder if that's involved with the bad guy Shredder. What he was behind all of that?" And then they find Shredder. Shredder. What?
0: So Shredder killed April's dad. Yes. Why? With
1: William Fickner.
0: What was his like <laughs> what was his plan then? Was like no, all...
1: just take over the world. Say oh okay, so here's the plan. Here's the the plan of the original movie. Um have you seen uh The Amazing Spider Man? Yes yep. or the first no. X Men movie? Yeah. Sure. It's that plan. No. So they uh, <laughs> they have a big building that they're gonna release this poison gas in and uh-huh. William Fickner's company has the antidote for the poison. So he's going to sell the poison to the government and become richer than God. That's Oh,
2: yeah. Plan. He'll sell the antidote. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: sure. in there's order a to scene do what? in which they're captured and they're, like, going to die. And April O'Neil fills them f- up with adrenaline for break them out. So, of course, they break out and they're all hopped up on adrenaline. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, five minutes of meth jokes <laughs> and, like, cocaine jokes in this children's movie. What? Like I seriously, they they, they hop out oh like, Oh goodness. my god, we gotta go clean. Let's go clean, let's do it. Whoa, you feel Whoa. good, you feel good. And it's like wow. that. Wow. And it's like them fighting PNCs and they fight Shredder on top of a tall flat platform and in the second one they fight Krang on top of a tall plat- flat platform. Yeah, yeah. And it I just, I, it's I very just, easy
2: to computer generate. Is why. Yeah,
1: I just cannot <laughs> tell you the difference between these two movies. But this one the second one at least has like ninjas, you know, as the Foot Clan. Yeah. Uh Shredder's Shredder, not a weird giant robot. Uh
0: so they and, went from being just like just gun people to just uh let's get easily kicked down ninjas?
1: Yeah, basically. I mean there's still I don't know why why aren't they fighting like robots yet? You know, like You have two of them who have very sharp weapons for killing. Yes. And then they keep coming up with scenarios when they have to only fight humans – and it's yeah. like you can do anything. These are CG movies. Have yeah. a fighting like Nazi robots this well, way they you do don't fight give Krang a shit as a
0: robot and they never just stab the squishy pink part in the middle. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> "No, go well, go for the hands, you guys. The hands are its
2: weakness." <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> it's, it's most vulnerable s- part. It's armored gun hands. Yeah, it's
3: right. this very awkward suspension between being a grown-up action movie and being ostensibly four children on some level and for the amount that they i mean for the amount that we focus on like sexy april (laughs) o'neill um and the amount that they just i don't know there's just so much like i i'm surprised that we don't need more complex villains at this point like what is what exactly is like the world's bowing at your feet gonna do for like what so is that's, your, so that's what do you a great do question, after Tanya? the world is like all right
0: that's a great question and anthony your question was also a great question in fact wow. we got so many good questions i think we should play lizard of bullshit mountain oh uh,
3: ah.
0: it's like king of bullshit mountain but it's a lizard because so we don't have to worry about its gender and it is on top of the mountain and all
2: lizards are girls
0: i think lizards can change uh genders when they want to i feel to. like that is not what we were told um no <laughs> they don't but I think that's what I was told.
3: No oh, God.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All uh, right.
3: So you can deal with the fallout from that. Yep. And we'll oh. go play this game. Okay, if no, you know more
0: science than what
2: Alex thinks he heard, I just, right <laughs> into
0: the show. Look, lizard gender is a construct, and we don't need to force them into a binary. So lizard of Bullshit sure. Mountain. Chris, you are the lizard. Okay. Um, as our, our reigning champion. And so it seems like we had some good questions. So let's, uh, let's start with Tanya's question for you, which is, what is... Uh, what does Shredder get out of the world bowing to his every whim? What's he looking for?
2: Shredder was bullied as a kid. And I uh, think this is more about, uh, you know, catharsis. He wants everybody to look up to him and, and to, you know, say like, no, 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 you're the, you're the coolest or you're the, you're the strongest. This is like and who bullies the bullies. Shredder. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I
3: still like, but I don't understand, like, does he have like a thing he needs to have happen? well think about
2: I this. think he wants all world leaders to bow down to him and he just wants like you know people to throw you know money and riches and treasures at his feet and you know just kind of classic uncomplicated power structure I think you guys are trying to make it too complicated
3: but does he want to like be in a big castle where he picked all the couches like what's his <laughs> <laughs> like what... Is his plan of for course later. I mean, now yes. everyone now wants yeah. that
0: tanya <laughs> well, now that sure, you've given I, him that idea he definitely wants that
3: <laughs> I don't know everyone's version of like the best scenario for their life is different so
2: yeah yes. just, just wants to, to rule over the world with a bladey evil iron hand
1: you like yeah. think of it think of it this way like what is all of our end goals with comedy right uh-huh. you know what I mean we're really more just about trying to be honest to ourselves and who we are. <laughs> and like, he's just <laughs> trying to Trader tell his own just knows story. himself. Yeah. He just has, he has a hole he's trying to fill. Yeah, this I is guess, his truth. Yeah. It just yeah. feels
3: like if you're gonna be a supervillain, you need some sort of mission statement.
1: Uh, you know? Yeah, he, like, he I just need to know one.
3: like what, what his... His I'm
0: mission not...
2: statement is, I'm the bad guy. Ha 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 ha
3: ha. Well, and then
0: right. when Krang, well, Krang well, comes I guess along, I so this is what made it weird for this. me. It's like, Krang comes along and Krang is like, you're just my employee yeah. now. Yep. And he, for some reason, assumes that this creepy space brain is going to give him half the world. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just be like co-presidents. And then Krang, yeah. he builds the thing, Krang takes over, and then he's like, ah, just, Shredder, you're not working for me. I'm Krang. Yeah, and he t- just freezes him. Touche, good like point. He um,
3: should have read the fine point, fine print before filling out his W-9. Like yeah, that
0: exactly. <laughs> what did you, Chris, what did, what, did, what did Shredder think was going to happen with Krang?
2: Well... Obviously, it was something like he's going to leverage Krang's technology and then, you know, kind of betray him and take everything for himself at some point. I mean, these guys are all out for themselves. You got a bunch of type A, alpha, good salesman, promoter types, and they, they want <laughs> to rule everything. Actually,
0: okay, so interesting related question. What
2: does Krang want out of this? Oh, just natural resources. Do you know how much uh, coal it takes to, to power his coal-fired robot?
0: That's a coal-fired robot he's riding in?
2: What yeah, that's right. Just like a device. just like a Sicilian pizza oven.
1: <laughs> I, I have a question.
2: Go for it, then. why?
1: Why wouldn't tra- okay? If you have this kind of militarized force, you have all these ninjas. Why start with New York as taking down, like taking over the world? Why not go to like a South American country first? You know, start there.
2: What is it? About oh yeah, because because you think? want malaria. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Wait, but w- w- I guess
3: I'm not sure. Like, uh, I mean, wherever you start, you're gonna have to deal with, like. Resistance. Do you feel like there's going to be less militarization in South America?
1: I mean, I don't think there would be mutant Ninja Turtles, which seems to really be the big hump. That's no their big weakness. Over. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's actually no the you know, okay, okay, their way. You know like, what? Like, in this fictional world, that is a very astute observation yeah, because New point. York seems to be the home to so many, so, so many like mutant crime fighting
2: organizations yeah, yeah it's and also that's where uh you know not that's where the comic books were published not to
0: mention the mightiness of the nypd this is sort of a pro cop movie
3: well it is and it isn't <laughs> i mean it's i don't like, know in the
0: end it's like okay it's like pro vigilante and the cops were bumbling but then it's like but we're gonna give you an honorary police badge because good job working with us the good guys
3: yeah, there's a, there's, yeah, it's, it's pro cooperation for sure. But now that I think about it, I feel like the villains have a really corporate structure and like there's just like an endless chain of command that just like goes all the way down and if you like don't understand your place in the pecking order then you're in for a rude surprise
0: i so i was originally going to give anthony a steal for this quite or give him a, a win for this question but tanya i think you have successfully stolen it away so tanya you're now the lizard of bullshit mountain with that corporate structure idea <laughs> uh, blah
3: blah comics what
0: i'm gonna ask you a question what was <laughs> this professor nerd studying what was his specialty because he like i thought it was robotics but then when they brought him a space crystal He just put it in a machine on his desk that was the perfect size for taking a space crystal and melting it into goo. So... So He just had that? Like, what is Yeah, when
3: you go to comic book science school, you learn... A lot. And you, you get a lot of, you get a lot of machines that are really good at, um, multitasking. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, so basically you have like a, a spinny machine that glows with the colors. And then you, you basically like automatically know exactly what's going to pop out of it. Cause you're just like, yep. I learned in my my very broad and very fake school So what? <laughs> other, what just had other... to spin whatever is given to me. What other... Well, I
1: mean, like comic book villain school is like, it's a lot of theory, you know? It's <laughs> not a lot of, you don't get to put a lot of stuff into practice. It's not a lot of handling experience.
3: Of, it's sort of yeah. like yeah, liberal arts of science-related villainy. <laughs> so what other, uh, what other functions did that machine have since
0: it was so multifunctional?
3: That machine could also turn straw into gold.
1: Oh. <laughs> Poach an egg.
3: <laughs> Poach an egg. Um, oh, that's hard. and and create new outfits for April O'Neil to wear. Oh,
1: so yeah, she, doesn't she didn't have, have to, to
2: steal, steal, steal costumes from z- sexy schoolgirl costume rack inside the Grand Station? Central Station. Yeah. And, did and you with guys a
1: few, that her pants disappeared in that scene. Yeah, yep. where did the pants
2: go? Or her her longer skirt previously. Yeah. Yeah, she
0: put yeah. go ahead Anthony. You,
2: she
1: put on. on the short skirt and then the other skirt was just gone. Yeah.
0: yeah. I imagine that anybody who is the kind of badass that she was just always wears tearaway pants. So, mm-hmm. I imagine she went around the corner and it was like right before a basketball game and she tore her pants off and it was really exciting.
1: Yeah, who and who and the vice crew, you know, those. Always- <laughs> yeah, they're always <laughs> really- <laughs> uh i just want to know like
3: what that brainstorming board looked like but also go ahead anthony (laughs) that's a steal i'm gonna give it to you anthony
0: uh i'm gonna ask you a question um
2: all right so let's let's talk a little bit more about that first scene uh so uh anthony why so she was trying to get uh the scientist tyler perry close to her watch in order to download all his information and in order to complete the trans uh, transaction she felt the need to dress as a sexy schoolgirl uh, in order to make him pose for a picture. Can you explain why she needed to transform into a Britney Spears music video character?
1: I think that's just the type of reporting she does. You know, she really gets into like the heads of the people. You know, she uh, <laughs> so she knew his type and showed up accordingly to that. I think that's the type of, you know, journalist that April O'Neil really to is. to get
0: the real you know. scoop, she had to go up yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: It's like, she, he would happily uh, talk with her and, and have a drink, uh, but really, after that drink, he needs to get his photo taken in a group with sexy schoolgirls. That's, that's his type?
1: Yes, that's exactly Can his type. Can I ask type. you a
0: question about sexy schoolgirls, Anthony?
2: Always. Why is that a thing? Because, like, actually, kids do dress like that. Yeah, that's a normal school uniform just worn by somebody who's too big for those clothes yeah
0: that's weird right why is that a thing that gives us boners
1: uh I, you know, I can't i can't say that really floats my boat but like hey man you do you boo boo that's what i always say your,
0: your summary is just is just uh to each his own
1: yeah to each his own it's like i don't know man i uh i think knees are nice i don't like uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> like but everyone probably, does their own thing, yeah. You know? I
0: I think it's super weird. I've never really thought of that before. But we like I there's actually a school relatively near here where people wear those kids you wear those uniforms and now it sort of freaks me out.
1: Really? Yeah, I mean, you have to hope it comes from a place of like you know keeping kids uniform and removing like you know pressures from society of like standards and look, <laughs> and not just one really creepy principle.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I wonder because I've like I've seen it way more as like this is a sexy schoolgirl uniform, and then very few times have I seen a school where they actually do it. So I was like, don't you guys know what that means? But I guess it was theirs first. Yeah. <laughs> So it's hard to. I don't know. Also, French maids. I don't understand why
2: that's sexy either. Like, well, hey, that's Anthony, just do you, you think man. that Shredder so, cuts? himself?
3: someone take Alex's shovel away?
2: Yeah. yeah. Hey, Anthony, uh, do do you think that Shredder accidentally cuts himself all the time?
1: I I think so. I I think that's why he. You know, when they were transporting him, they have him with those weird chains around his upper body. Yeah. yeah. What purpose did those really chains tight?
2: serve? They weren't chained to anything. Team?
1: I have no idea. Those are crazy. Oh,
2: shit. I think maybe it's to weight him down.
1: Oh, whoa! I think Chris. You yeah, just, Chris. You, you, just just did him. It. you just
2: stumped him. Oh, cool. You just stumped the lizard. Oh, You did um,
1: Oh, wait.
3: I have a question for Chris. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask um, really,
0: really quick? Can I just ask a serious question to Anthony? Not serious, but like he actually
2: knows. <laughs> is it about sexy school girls?
0: No, Anthony. In the first movie, did they explain how uh, Shredder got the scars on his face?
1: Okay, so in the first movie, <laughs> Shredder is like filmed from the shadows, like claw.
2: Okay. And when you
1: do sure. see him, he is, like, two feet taller than he is in this movie. He's still of, um, of, like, Asian descent, but he's completely bald. He's got, like, a red burn over his right eye and, like, massive scurrying all over his face. Whoa. And when they started this movie, they said, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> no one's going to remember that. Just, and like, they burn just the cast past. somebody else.
3: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we just looked at a picture of him, and that is really different.
1: Yeah, it's – I mean, if anything, the prison system has been pretty good to Shredder. I think, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like, say what you will about their medical treatment. They, like, they got him the help he needed. Yeah. yeah the He's got prison a real strong club head of hair now.
3: Yeah, long, luscious, supple. All
0: right. Yeah. All uh, sorry, Tony. I'm sorry to interrupt it. Uh, please can ask your question now of
3: Chris Oh, the current lizard. Yeah, Chris, I have a lot of questions about these turtle's body types.
2: Oh, sure. Okay. Why uh,
3: what how do they have season. abs through their carapace?
2: <laughs> no, those aren't <laughs> abs. That's just the that's turtle shells have little bumps and stuff on them.
3: Right, but but when you look at like when they're breathing in the movie, their their stomachs look like they they flex and like do the things the abs do.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's called oh. So it, it's not as though it's the same <laughs> as like the hard turtle shell. It's sort of like a soft shell uh, where it, it's tougher than skin, but it's not. It's like it's, a
3: callus? Like what are we?
2: Yeah, a little bit like a callus. That's a, that's a really good way of describing it. And remember, they're hideous mutants, so they don't have to be real animals, nor are they people.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, continuing on this line. So uh, the, they have straps that... All of them have straps, like backpack straps that are connected to the shells. Do their shells want to fall off? Are they holding their shells on?
2: No, no, no. So Donatello has a bunch of technical gear. Uh, Michelangelo has a a backpack with a skateboard on it and probably some snacks. And Leonardo has his swords. And Raphael has some other stuff that that he carries around, not on the back, but sort of on his side, sort of like how a cop has that gun holster thing. Um, so yeah, they they use those as extra like carrying gear stuff. But Mike, the shell, Mikey no, the shell has, is not about to fall off. In dude. the
0: first movie, Mikey also has puka shells.
2: Yes, which and in this one he a, has a sunglasses. Of, yeah, and,
0: and he's got that wrapper chain.
2: Yeah, he has a gold chain and sunglasses hanging off that that chain that he never actually wears. I don't think.
3: Uh, also, yeah, I don't think we see him.
2: Also, I'm looking on. at it still from the first
0: movie, and Donatello is one of the things he's wearing is a surge protector.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well. You know, you don't have pockets. You're a mutant ninja turtle. That's a good point. So you got to wear everything on the outside. That's a good point. Uh, Actually, like Labyrinth, uh, when you go to the, the junk uh, area and you got to wear all the junk.
3: I have a legit question about these turtles being teens.
1: Yeah. yeah. Is They're it because they look like 45 year old men? <laughs> yeah, well, where is
0: that? They have the friendly <laughs> faces of, they, really, they, of older actors. And They're yeah. really jacked they,
2: teens.
1: They, they're like they the look like Ono j- Schwarzenegger now. Right,
3: <laughs> they look like they've had a long career. There have been some allegations, and they're they're living through it. I just don't understand. Okay,
2: but I, do you know what sixteen is in turtle years? I mean, oh, come
3: on. I feel like all of the boundaries here are getting super unclear and gross. <laughs> but I'm just what I want to understand is like, so they're always teens. And sometimes they're dealing with like slight teen issues of like, ooh, maybe I have a crush on a girl. But like yeah. for the most part, don't they are, are they ever like g- going to grow up or has has that ever been addressed in like any of like the series? Like, is it ever like, gosh, we are getting old?
2: <laughs> yeah, because what we really want to see is Bart Simpson at 19. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I think that it's fine if if they're just sort of adolescent, but muscle bound.
0: I mean, I'm worried is for Royd Fiel. I think he is uh, like
2: scary for a teenager. He's yeah, going to hurt himself or somebody else,
3: right? No. Yeah,
2: he doesn't seem like the one most likely to have a healthy relationship.
1: He's no. chilled out a lot since the first movie. Too. What?
3: Oh, no. <laughs> if you thought he was intense no. in this movie, that was that man
1: is fucking intense and angry in the first one.
3: What? I just. Yeah. Oh man that yeah. feels that feels way upsetting
0: yeah well i with that i think you've won anthony you are the new lizard of bullshit mountain because we got to move on so all right you're holding well the done. torch when the kids got called back into class i don't know what that means um
3: wow. what
0: i don't know uh ha ha, he has the torch i guess so all right <laughs> anyway good job anthony yay hey. you're listening to the culture call the mini podcast on the sesame network um have you guys seen mr announcer
3: no he he didn't show up yet
0: oh that's weird he was supposed to do a thing right now hello
2: the culture call is brought to you by read-weep.com slash amazon use that address whenever you buy stuff online and a portion of the proceeds benefit your favorite sesame seeds
0: is this a joke about calling into the culture call
2: it is not. Announcing is my passion, but it's not paying the bills. So my girlfriend strongly suggested I get a job. So I'm driving an Uber at the moment.
3: You're driving? Jeez, pull over, Mr. Announcer.
2: It's cool. I'm on speakerphone. And I can't anyway. Brandy needs to get to this bachelorette party. Can you be quiet? I'm trying to text. Sorry. Good luck on the show
0: okay well uh thanks mr announcer i'll let you go uh the culture call is a is our mini podcast where we check in with tanya to have her explain to us the pop culture that we have been so clearly missing so tanya thanks for agreeing to do this again
3: yeah i also have not prepared this time uh
0: (laughs) i i think you probably know some things so let me start out Uh, with this here's hoping uh kanye released a new shoe today and
3: today today
0: today well not when this is released but today when we're recording yeah like wow
3: okay i'm listening
0: the 750 (laughs) gray gums it doesn't matter but the point is um they're kind of good looking shoes and they sold out really really fast and i just i want to know as an overall thing Mm -hmm. he like stopped making music for a while and made a bunch of baggy beige clothes and Mm -hmm. and then he's back making music and then sometimes shoes are coming out and i just want to know where does Kanye stand in clothes? Is he good at this, or is he bad at this, or is he so cool that it doesn't matter? And you just want to touch something he's made? How does is he actually good at it?
3: Well, I would say that Kanye Kanye seems like he is frustrated by his own position in the fashion community, and I think he wants to be taken more seriously than he than he sometimes is taken. Uh, that being said. I think that he's, he has a, I mean, and it, as Kanye does, he has a good eye and he has a good sense of what people are going to want. And that does extend across a lot of different media. Um, So when it comes to fashion, that's true. When it comes to music, that's certainly true. Um, But, you know, being, being really wealthy and erratic and not taking a lot of direction from, from people, I think it does make it harder for him to, be super successful and the critiques that i do hear from you know the fashion things that i do read are often you know that what he's doing is smart and interesting it shouldn't cost as much as he says it does cost him like there are there are smarter ways for him to be working but Mm -hmm. i think you know i think it's hard uh i think it's hard for him to get mentored maybe the way that he needs to and i do wonder about this because he also he did an internship at Louis Vuitton and spent a lot of time learning a lot and um, I remember reading a profile with Mark Jacobs and you know maybe he was coached to say this but he was like yeah I feel like Kanye is there more than I am and at the time he was the creative director of that house so it was interesting to try and think like okay well where why is he expressing himself in the way that he is um, and and still really vocal about be- basically getting turned down with a lot of ideas that he has Um, so
0: so he is okay so he's legitimately worked hard at it he is well mm -hmm. respected but not as much as he'd want and those and all of that beige beige baggy stuff is actually rad
3: i wouldn't say all of it is rad i think it's it's i think the direction feels feels on point and somewhat successful and depending on who you read the degree of that success is is pretty uh pretty debatable chris was that an audible sigh uh
2: (laughs) no i was coughing oh okay i was just
0: checking um uh but quick- I think
3: if you need if you need like a quick thing to say about that I think I think you know Kanye is pretty correct and his shoes are hard to deny is a is an easy bite i like that you the, can I mean, certainly i, I know to people. more about his
0: sneakers than the other thing and i think his sneakers are pretty excellent um and even mm-hmm. these gray gum boots i think are pretty great uh yeah even yeah. unlike
2: the steph curry twos and the other did you thing guys that, see the thing about the steph curry twos that are just getting like they're awful they look like they're terrible shoes. looking yeah
0: but they're also they've also made under armor a brand which it wasn't before like they've put under armor on the shoe map so it's, yeah he, it's like changed the, i mean they. Under Armour is like ten times its size this year because of that shoe, but yeah, they're terrible. That's looking. hilarious. They look they like are old
3: Horrifying. Shoes. The other thing that I would I would hasten to point out is that um, the the partnership between Kanye and the Knowles Carter clan continues, and Beyonce is actually wearing Easy collection in one of the videos in Lemonade. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: So actually, I like that. Uh, if you're looking for something that sounds smart to say about this, I think that should be mm-hmm. a, a cornerstone of the cultural call. Is that if you want to. Like it, we, one nugget that we can drop. And I, the fact that he interned at Louis Vuitton, I did not realize. And that is mm-hmm. pretty oh. cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, all right. Gawker, what happened?
3: Oh, man. So that's it's been a developing situation. <laughs> that's
2: been an everlasting garbage fire. Yeah. Yes. yeah it's
3: an like, ongoing garbage fire. So yeah, I think, I feel like everyone, we were all aware that they got sued or they were yeah they got sued by hulk hogan and the confusion was like hulk hogan comma known racist where is this right. like revenue stream coming from um and then a couple i believe it was a couple of weeks ago now it was revealed that peter thiel was funding this this lawsuit and then his goal is to have gawker be a like smoking hole in the ground like this is this is his interest is to take down this media empire which was kind of taking itself down like they they've made oh. a lot of decisions in the last few years that have been, you know, shaky at best and there've all there've been a lot of sort of leaks of their internal stuff that, you know, their directives have always been a little bit dodgy in terms of, you know, what is the what is the journalistic merit versus how many clicks and eyeballs can we get on things. So, you know, it's not like they were peachy and wonderful to begin with that being said it is a little bit weird that this mogul is just pouring lots and lots of revenue into basically causing them to have to file for bankruptcy which they did on friday so known race and they've former, already been going through chapter 11
0: had a sex tape gawker oh yeah sorry the reason tape.
3: that they were su- that hulk hogan was suing was because gawker had yeah leaked the hulk hogan hulk okay. hogan sex tape so they right? dropped
0: that thing that no one in the world was clamoring for the hulk sure. hogan sex tape
3: i ha- gotta say most sex tapes feel that way to me
0: um well yeah i don't enjoy a, yeah i mean like, he
1: didn't even do a leg drop once it's <laughs> fucked up I
0: yeah i need i thought i thought we'd be able to count on you for a wrestling insight there yeah. uh
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was a sex tape with like his his neighbor's wife or yeah his it's like wife? friend's
1: wife ex-wife and that's where he goes on. The, i I think the whole Gawker hulk hogan thing is like just two horrible entities that destroyed each other's legacy. It was, and like murder-suicide. It was like a murder suicide. Yes, yeah, it's this really beautiful, poetic thing. <laughs> <in this> poetic <laughs> yeah, because I
0: didn't have a high opinion of either of them, and so it's yeah. uh, the idea of a media mogul trying to destroy, like, just or this rich person who's like, I'm just going to sue you to death, and it works. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. I don't like that.
1: but I also what they hate. Did God to him it. a few years ago, right? Like,
0: oh, is that why he hates them? As they ruined him?
1: You or they outed him. Um, as, as being uh, being gay, he's oh. a he was he's he's a weird, creative PayPal. He's a big, open Donald Trump supporter, right? Yeah, uh, kind of a strange guy. But they like publicly outed him, and he got you know, kind of just blew up his shit for no reason under they claimed like journalistic integrity, but if there was no story. It was just like, hey, this guy has a secret, you know? Uh,
0: well, I mean, that's fascinating because if you're like outspokenly uh, on the side that is not. Pro gay rights, it is an interesting right. Yeah, well, uh, that's not. If you're pro Trump and you're like secretly Mexican, that would be like, oh, that's worth mentioning, right? Because you're like, oh, he hates these people. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, same way.
0: Like this. Like if you're like pro the party that is trying to keep you from getting married. I don't know. Not that that's necessarily news. I don't know. It's just, int- but it is interesting.
1: Okay. He's the third party that kind of ruins the perfect marriage of two t- terrible entities taking it down. But He's really complicated. Him. Just Terry <laughs> Bola and fucking Gawker going at it. <laughs> like, just yeah. completely ruin Hulk's legacy. He's out of the Hall of Fame. He can't get any of his merch anywhere anymore. It's sort, it's sort of, of like
0: his- when uh, Chipotle had all of that... Uh, uh salmonella and you're like well i hate salmonella and chipotle and then they Pow. yeah bad I example guess. bad example <laughs> uh, so
3: yeah but i mean in a, in a nutshell if that's i'm trying to think about what the yeah what's the smart thing to say about what's that? the smart thing to say about well, this I think, I think
0: the fact that both of them are unlikable and it's weird to watch them destroy each other that's pretty yeah. smart i'd, I'd take yeah. that yeah that works um so how about the non-sports part of muhammad ali
1: Oh, cause, cause like a person as a, like a whole, person.
0: Yeah. Politically. Like there's, I, I did not follow boxing before I was born. And so I don't know a ton about it. And then, uh, I keep hearing people mention casually like, oh, and he did all this other stuff politically. And I don't know the details of it. Uh, all I know of him is that he was a boxer and that, uh, he nicknamed himself the greatest, which is. Like, the fact that stuck is pretty badass.
1: Well, well because I mean, he was right. right I think because he could back yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, no, that's,
3: that's crazy. usually That's when it really works, that people. whole sticking thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. 99% <laughs> of the people who would nickname themselves the greatest are wrong. He just he was right, which is crazy.
1: Which is, no, it's it, always
3: helpful to be right when you're throwing around words like that. Totally.
1: I mean, it was a busy day at the, you know, the fact checkos at the local newspapers. <laughs> 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 he called himself that, but they went... x extra x ray local
2: boy nicknames himself the greatest... <laughs>
3: I'm pretty sure he was a man when that happened. Yeah.
0: Washington <laughs> uh, Post gives it three Pinocchios.
3: But I think, I mean, uh, something, that, something that I have been seeing people discuss, and I am by far not a, an Ali historian, and please don't take me to task for that, because I just can't take it. <laughs> but the, the thing that I would say... Extra,
0: extra, Tanya, not actually a historian on Famous Boxer.
3: <laughs> That's fair. That's no, fair. I'm ruined. Oh, God. <laughs> Crawl under my rock, uh, but the thing is, he yeah. I, I guess being a, being a black Muslim in the public eye was not was, has still not become a popular thing to be. Um, well, Obama's and he, doing he was it. very Pew 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 pew. Oh god! I'm sorry,
2: I I'm so <laughs> can't wait. That's for... the closest
3: I've ever come to hanging up on the culture <laughs> call. Let's not get any closer.
0: Uh, okay, that's a hundred percent a joke. Not even a little piece of me. I just I think that's. <laughs> I think it's very the funny.
3: lowest hanging fruit. Yes, technically that was underground.
0: <laughs> Yo, yeah, like peanuts.
3: Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, but I, 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 think the the fact that he was unapologetic about that and very public about it and never minced words about it is is something that people in you know with the his with losing him recently, people have been reflecting on that and thinking about how powerful it was. Um, it's and also
0: so he yeah so he he became. A- a muslim before that his name was cassius clay right yes Mm -hmm. was that his and cassius clay was his real name Yes. yeah Yeah. because that is a really cool name for a boxer already like that's like that sounds like you'd name yourself something that cool if you were becoming a famous boxer so it's kind of amazing that he like had a cool name already and then he came up with a, a different more important and also cool stage name
3: yeah yeah it is i mean it's interesting it's, uh. Um, like, if his name
0: had been, like, uh. Like, Humbert Punch Me Face, like, then, all right, sure, change your name or boxing is going to be really hard for you.
1: That old boxing family name, Punch <laughs> Me Face. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then they announce him, and then their opponent is reminded, oh, yeah, I'm supposed oh. to punch him in, in oh, the that face. That's his weakness.
1: Yeah. It's
0: like if Krang's last name was Just Poke the Soft Belly, that <laughs> yeah. would be a huge weakness for him.
3: Sure. <laughs> I guess I. <laughs> Sorry, I feel, I feel compelled to do some like hasty research because the thing is, you know, as, as a person who just like skims internet frequently, the other thing that I know has been also, has also been brought to light is the relationship between him and Malcolm X, who's another person who, you know, in his transition into the nation of Islam, uh, notably changed his name and, you know, changed a lot of his, uh, sort of his identity politics. Was i'm trying to name? remember the thing that i remember because I've, I've read his autobiography and i remember him going by red when he was when he was Pretty like cool. wearing a lot of zoot suits and like running numbers born malcolm little oh that's a cool malcolm name little. Too, but not as strong yeah but i think that yeah the backdrop of of you know the civil rights movement the like the interplay of you know taking a name that you identify with your heritage in a In a really conflicting way, um, and, and changing kind of how you, you want to be known to the world is really powerful. And, and then not, not backing down about that because it was not perceived in a positive way. Um, and I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of fear of both of those cultures, both black culture and Islamic culture. And I think, you know, it takes a really strong person to do that and helps if you are the greatest.
0: It does help. It always helps. Yeah. Anthony, uh, I, we're, this is, Oh, we don't have a ton of time, so really quick. I just want to know one thing that's fascinating, like in the game community right now.
1: Uh, well, uh, tomorrow is the start of the Electronic Entertainment Expo, yeah. otherwise known as E3. It will run through all of next week. It is a it is the biggest uh, spectacle in all of gaming and quickly becoming the least relevant. Um, <laughs> but it is still a very big thing. Isn't there? Um, isn't
0: there a PS? Five coming out,
1: no four and a half. Uh, four, yeah, but that that won't be there oh, okay. this week. But it, the actual like conference runs like Monday through Friday, right? But like that's all like floor room business stuff. The the only thing people care about is Sunday and Monday and Tuesday, I guess, is press conferences in the morning, and those are like big spectacle. Like you know, we're gonna get out there, and it has like this big, almost like wrestling sort of thing like they come out and they talk shit about each other a little bit
2: oh i like that and it's all
1: about this constant like no we one-
2: have the best games yeah. yeah
1: it's about this constant one-upsmanship and this like i don't know it's a very it's a thing i still look forward to every year i really do love e3 it's very nerdy and it's very weird and it's this giant info dump of like incredibly scripted gameplay demos that are very non Like. A lot of times, not like what the final product is going to be. You know, there's like a lot of smoke and mirrors of the show. But I don't know. I just think it's like a, as like a centerpiece for gaming. It's like a big thing that people talk about. A lot of big news happens. It's always a very exciting. Is there one thing
0: that you're like looking for? Is there like what's our smart take to take away from this?
1: Um, I mean, for me personally, it's always Nintendo stuff. And I just want to see that new Zelda game. The fact that I'm going to see like an hour of a new Zelda game in like 36 hours has me over the moon. Like, I can't believe it's so close. (laughs) And I'm so excited. Like, I'm going to see a new Zelda game soon, you guys. (laughs) That's really exciting. I don't get to play it. What a great (laughs) life you're living. Yeah, I just get to see it. I get to see it. And that's all I need. Yeah.
2: By the time this episode comes out, you have already seen it.
1: Oh, God, that feels so good. Are
3: there any speculations about what the new Zelda game will contain?
1: Yeah. No, I mean, they've shown a little bit. Uh, but uh, the thing is, it's going to be for, like, the Wii U and whatever the next console is. Like, that's the big mystery that they were supposed to announce. But they pushed it out of E3. Uh. So that's what's going to be really weird about Nintendo is they have a new system. Like, all three of them have new systems essentially coming out. And all of them are going to pretend like that's not a thing, uh, even though we all know it is. So it's going to be a really fun. Like That's well, fun. So, Sony, where's that new PlayStation? What PlayStation? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about, bro. It's going to uh, be a lot of that over the next week. Um, so that would be fun. Awesome.
3: All right, Chris, do you have something for me? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the fun thing about all of this is that that all could have been a lie and I wouldn't know
0: <laughs> oh,
2: the, the video game uh, stuff oh yeah, awesome. yeah.
0: well uh, that's the culture call thanks for helping us out Anthony and thanks for filling us in Tanya um, I think there's a there's a lot of great stuff that, uh, that we got out of that, right? That was super interesting.
3: I hope so. I hope I put enough disclaimers in there. <laughs> if I'm wrong about stuff, like, tell me, but maybe be nice about it. I don't be know. Be nice. It's, it's got nice Napoleon to be nice. Last
0: week. I feel like you're doing uh, you're doing fine. Oh, boy. Um, I just feel a lot of flop sweat coming on. No. Uh, if you have questions, though, that you want Tanya to give you one smart take about that you can take to your uh, real life, email us, podcast at read-weep.com. That's podcast. Or at tweet at me. Com. I'm or happy
3: to do low key culture call on Twitter.
0: Yeah, she'll explain anything short. But if you want to get him onto the, sh- if you want to help the rest of the world as well, but yeah, tweet at her. <laughs> if you're at not
3: feeling selfish. At yeah,
0: Batonier best. Um, let me see if I can get. M- <laughs> oh yeah, hello.
2: And remember to go to readdashweave.com/slash/amazon anytime you buy stuff on Amazon. A portion of your purchase. Hold on a second. Hi, are are, are you James? Yeah, there's water in the console and mints. Uh, do you need to charge your phone? Great. Oh, sorry. I forget what I was saying.
0: Open... sesame! Alright, uh, so... so uh, <laughs> oh, we got we to get moving. Uh, we have time for a very short uh, game of top one. Top one! Top one! Actually, maybe top two. I have two questions. But first, the, our main <laughs> question for today. Who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Um, there was a... This was like when I... I got hit by a car when I was like nine. And I was in an ambulance. And they were, like, worried that I was going to die. And so the, the nurse on the ambulance just kept asking me what my favorite Ninja Turtle was. And we
2: talked about Ninja Turtle. Did Turtles it change before. over the course of your conversation? No, but she would, the like... The closer
3: say, you got to death. She would, like,
0: argue <laughs> with me.
1: I mean, she he said, like, Donnie, we got to get him to the hospital quick. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with this kid. He was <laughs> His
0: kid like, is great. not doing great. It's a really sweet memory that, like, she immediately knew she could bond with me by asking my favorite Ninja Turtle... Uh Aww. and I had I've, I've always had I've always bounced back and forth uh between two um You come in Is there a <laughs> ship going by? <laughs> oh, that's a train at-
1: Yeah, it's a train outside my my back window sorry that's fine that's fine, that's fine. Um, <laughs>
3: it's like are you looking into traffic noises now <laughs> so
1: what's your so only, live editing does everybody doing
0: ha- some soundboard research so let's say what your favorite ninja turtle was maybe before but you could also it could be different in this context because these guys are so weird oh yeah mm-hmm. I mean I think I was definitely because I you know I was a nerd so I definitely uh, liked Donatello although I also have like mild leadership potential and so I like a little bit of Leonardo
2: for that although in this movie Leonardo had very little to offer I true guess. he was the bland one yeah. as he always is i feel
3: like most of them sorry the davis
2: davis wrote in and said leonardo's his favorite yeah Aww. he does have two swords he's yeah. he's the slicinist and the dysonist
3: and he, i relate to his elder sibling woes yes I will, yeah. I will say that feels that feels
0: close to my heart yeah dave on facebook said uh blue is my favorite color he's got two swords and he's the leader and he's the good eldest sibling like me um so who's the middle child? Is
2: that Mikey? Because then the, I, maybe I should. No, Mikey's the littlest brother.
1: Yeah, Mikey's the baby. Right? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah.
2: I think Raphael's the next oldest, probably. See,
0: Raphael, I was like the one that I could never remember anything about his personality, except when he became he's angry. Chad.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. angry. Uh, That's his personality.
0: What, he's, what about he's the you, muscle. Do you have he's angry.
1: Favorite Ninja Turtle?
0: Me, oh, Anthony. I'll start with you.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> like- I I was always partial to. You know, different different day of the week, different one, different interpretations. I always really liked Mikey. I've always really liked Ralph. I I question that now. Ralph? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who's I mean, Ralph? Ralph?
3: Raphael? They call yeah, but, that. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, they don't call him Ralph, do they?
1: No. Uh, okay.
2: Ralph, but Anthony does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? <laughs> <laughs> Willie Loman from Death of a Salesman. <laughs> like, what? Um... I, yeah, that'd be a real
0: obnoxious, obnoxious kid who just got hit by a car. <laughs> I watch theater. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: so what about in this one, Anthony? In
1: in this one, you can't
0: possibly like Raph the
1: best. No, not at all. I don't like any of them, in no. the, I hate all of them. In the, the even Mikey, who
0: you're supposed to like, was largely unlikable.
1: Yeah, really? it's just oh, the, the characters are so. Like there's such th- like thin sketches of like s- character types, yeah. You know, there was even and, a
0: moment where they summarized each other, where they were like, "You're all heart and no brain, and you're yeah. all uh, you're all plans but no feelings. legs and no arms." <laughs> like they just they actually they knew they had the characters descriptions right there. They just had to apply yeah. those at any it, moment in the movie, and it would have been interesting. Well, this movie- it feels like. A-
1: uh, yeah, there's like this whole both of these movies the first one and this one uh there's a huge thing then the first one in particular would like the characters do things because they got the script in the mail so they know they need to do it uh-huh. like there's a lot of like how do they know to do that oh because the script told them to of course right yeah it
0: doesn't make like, any that, sense but it's like that
1: like that scene is a great like hey man we can really step outside of the fiction and see each other who we're supposed to be <laughs>
3: That it just be- reminded me of that part of Care Bears 2 New Generation when they sing about Care a Lot and like everyone's like I'm Cheer Bear and like you just know like what everyone's about It's uh, that Everyone felt like, right?
0: That, nope That felt like a writing <laughs> exercise That Like that's good for the writer to know that these are the characteristics of these turtles Now just have them live that at some point Have yeah. that matter uh, Anyway uh, We're so
3: busy with the explosions and the you know cg and the toys
0: tanya what was your uh what's your favorite ninja turtle well,
3: i feel super ashamed now because i actually liked mikey a lot that's, that's fine that's I good felt... Is it because he well, had I Denzel Washington's just... his mouth probably <laughs> and frankly like i yeah i don't know i just uh, i needed like dopey comedy in light of all of the like yes. creepy musculature and just like villain blandness like yeah. the fact that anybody was down to be at all a clown was really helpful. Yes. Um, yeah. I wanted and he had that the one line that actually. More. Yeah. Well, that would have been helpful, too. Um, but that he had the one line that made me laugh, which was that he asked April and Casey if they were like a thing. And I just thought that was really like funny and charming.
1: Oh, well, you're missing <sighs> is that in the first movie, uh, right after he meets April O'Neil, he starts calling her his girlfriend.
3: Oh. And
1: makes several <laughs> innuendo jokes about how he's totally gonna smash that later. What? Uh,
3: no, I mean not those exact
1: words, but there's a lot of lot of him implying about the things he wants to do to her and how she's his girlfriend and how awesome she is as his girlfriend. Uh, so that was really a callback to him being like, uh, you know, wanting to have sex with human beings. And oh. being a weird. I, yeah specific, Yeah. see i, I took that, that in a like, much
3: more innocent direction
0: yeah specifically human beings who are kind of his mom
1: yeah oh, it's easy. real oedipus sort of thing yeah. yeah all
3: right well now i just feel sad so
1: <laughs> yay yeah, well, we working. did it let's get some uh, welcome to oh, Chris, platinum dunes theatrical releases
0: <laughs> do we get we've talked about this before right you like have we donatello because he, he does machines
2: yeah yeah no i'm, I'm a donatello man for sure totally um, yeah. uh, Make
3: yours a Donatello. <laughs>
2: let's yes. go to the let's go to the Facebook <laughs> and
0: Twitter line. Uh, Ralu likes Donatello because as a kid, I played the NES TMNT game, and he was the only character that had any reach with his weapon. All
2: yeah, like- and I was so happy when when playing that game because he was already my favorite. Yeah, that's pretty good.
0: That's a good reason. Um, although I, I also like, cause he has a non-lethal weapon for the most part, which is important cause they don't really kill people. So having so many bladed weapons and then not being able to kill anybody is very strange.
2: Yeah. And he could just use a stick, any old stick. He
0: just, you know. Yeah, that's true. He didn't need to have his stick. Uh, Kellen says, uh, Raph, uh, because I confused being angsty with being tough. So I thought he was the toughest. So I wouldn't, I would only play, uh, if I could be Raph, uh, because we all know, uh, wait, let's see. So I wouldn't...
2: Yeah, but we all know Michelangelo's yeah, a real star. But
0: we all know... Yeah, Michelangelo definitely uh, is the... Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's the dope. Um, uh, let's see. At Terrence Stahl says, Gotta be Donatello. He rocks that purple and loves science. Turtle knows the way to my heart. Agreed. He's the only, like... It, like he's, he's also that comic book science again, where he's like, My specialty is I can build trucks and weapon systems and... Uh, digital interfaces, and yeah, he
2: just does everything. Yeah, combination, super hacker, and mechanical engineer. Yeah, Which is the
0: clean
2: UI look. Yeah.
3: Always
1: the cleanest UI.
3: Can we... Wait, did you guys have the preview for Monster Trucks before yes. your show? Yes. And does that movie look like the most... Like, it looks like Cars Part 5. Like, I feel like my head would yeah, just there, explode there trying some, to deal
2: with... Some screenwriter or producer heard the phrase monster truck, and yes. they went, wait what if there was actually a monster inside that truck so there's a monster alien so this is the preview monster
0: alien climbs inside his truck and he becomes the engine and makes the truck drive all cool and giant and i was like you mean like a monster truck and there was like coming soon monster trucks and i was it made me real happy because i like totally figured it out (laughs) (laughs)
3: you're like finally i'm right i nailed that one
2: Uh, uh let's see who else um uh wham cocker on twitter I'm wrote in and said pi donatello yeah that's
0: pretty good um
2: uh at near
0: here underscore michelangelo he's a party dude that felt like the partying was also really weird in this movie like kind of party dudes kind of not party dudes
2: yeah there, there was some angst and stuff but uh you know they did love eating pizza and going to Knicks games that's that's a party
3: It just felt like a lot of men inefficiently dealing with their emotions. Well, certainly that.
0: And they are children men. And they are on the roids. And so (laughs) it's real difficult. Uh, Wendy says that she liked uh, whichever one Corey Feldman voiced. uh, That's Donatello.
2: Eh. I I figure our podcast audience will skew towards the nerd turtle. Yeah,
0: we definitely went nerdle. That was was by far the winner here. Uh, But also we had a lot of suggestions for other characters uh, Danny's favorite characters are Razar and Toka, the off-brand Bebop and Rocksteady from Secret of the Ooze, um, because they and I both respect the ritual of a pre-fight donut.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm. I do remember I forgot that I thought those
0: weren't actually Bebop and Rocksteady. Why were they not Bebop and Rocksteady?
2: I think maybe there was a toy issue. I don't know, dude. Like a yes. licensing.
3: Licensing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Welcome weird.
3: to the world of licensing.
2: Uh, at Internet Mayor
0: says Man Ray is criminally underutilized which I was not familiar, so I had to look up. Are you guys familiar with Man Ray?
2: Not at mm, all, Artist, he looks yes. crazy.
0: A.K.A. Ray Filet. Uh, he's an anthropomorphic manta ray. He holds the safety of the environment and its creatures as his top priority, although he prefers uh-huh. to stay within the rock. Ra- Captain the Planet, is that you? Man Ray can live on land for a limited period of time ha- before having to return to some water source. Although he's been known to use a spear gun as a weapon, he usually prefers hand-to-hand combat, because he is a manta ray with <laughs> hands. Did we mention that? He's got hands and legs, and
3: legs.
0: <laughs> he is crazy
3: you guys this is so stupid
0: <laughs> that's a good summary uh
3: why <laughs> like why do we bother with this shit <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> like, what
1: on earth
2: in which tanya has a breakdown
1: <laughs> over the idea Let's- of
0: comic books
1: let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. I thought about – and I'm not trying to make like a like a s- easy joke. Is an actual thought I had watching these movies. Like I feel like with through this – at least I am like through this Rubicon with movies. Like CG has gotten so good that for a while there was like this excuse of like, you know, like we are so busy thinking if we could do something, not if we should do something. And I don't sure. mean that as like a cheap uh-huh. joke. I mean it was so much like, dude. Can we do the Ninja Turtles entirely in CG? Fuck yeah, we can. Right. Dude, what about Alice in Wonderland? Think about all the CG visuals we can do. Right. And it was Ugh. like, that was the has been the goal. Like, this movie is just, just an excuse to, like, man, we can pick Krang and Bebop and Rocksteady. We can do this. <laughs> and that's all the thought they put in it. Right. Is yeah. Yeah. that they can do that. So... They come up with a bunch of weird, crazy scenarios they never thought about like if they should, how they should is this there's no, and it's just out of yeah. I was just watching the movie and I was like, why yeah, why, yeah,
0: why to all of it for sure
2: yeah, yeah. well, they wanted to I, I mean this one seems like toys <laughs> fighting each other, yeah, to me like it's it's all the toys, and you you let them fight each other, and that's the movie
0: yeah i, I there's definitely that's probably the way they're making all of their money back. I, but it's important to remember, though, whenever you think, like, Tanya, when you're thinking that all oh, this is super stupid, to remember that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a parody of comic books. Like, it was yeah, originally oh, a, a comic book making fun of this stuff, and we just forgot, and now we take it super seriously. Yeah, Not we, Michael Bay, specifically.
3: Well, yeah, and no, kids. it's a, it's a, it's a big, it was a big misstep, guys.
0: <laughs> uh, two other really quick thoughts. Uh, James's favorite character was the designers of the Technodrome. All the gravitas of the Death Star, zero exposed exhaust ports. Boom. Seems like a good idea, James. But how are you exhausting? You know, where's your exhaust going? Is it? Just where's like, your output? Everybody inside the Technodrome is slowly dying of CO two poisoning.
1: better in than out they always said yeah you can't also you know attach a drone to the death Star and get it to chase you across the galaxy yeah that's a misstep too uh
0: and antonio's favorite character antonio's favorite character is pizza because pizza
1: well played yeah
0: touche uh actually one more game so that's that's number one uh let's just make this a top two uh i want to michael bay something else from our childhood so let's I take don't. let's take something I just got else. a
1: shiver ran <laughs> through my spine. <laughs> like like I just vomited in my mouth a little bit. I was like, oh god.
3: No, don't let it happen to you. So let's, <laughs> do,
0: let, let, let's think of something from our childhood, and then like, what was it? Chrome Desert. What was the name of this company? Yeah.
2: Platinum. Platinum. Dune. Platinum Dunes. Dune. Chrome <laughs> <So let's, laughs> Platinum Dunes presents. Doug. Doug was a funny guy.
3: <laughs> wow, this is already just <laughs> terrible news. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Doug has redone character design to be hugely muscular. Yeah, and uh, Patty Mayonnaise is played by, I don't know, the girl from the Blurred Lines video. Or-
3: <laughs> oh, Emily Rad Radichkowski? Radichkowski? Sure. Radichkowski? I believe sure. that's... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Yikes. That sounds terrible. It does
2: sound terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think, because we gonna- is a giant robot dog combat mech. Of course.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah oh yeah pork chop i remember that show uh (laughs) no that was positive um okay uh (laughs) let's see what else i was i'd like to see because we're talking about sesame street next week which just got the hbo reboot i'd like to see what platinum dune does to sesame street where they're just making a lot of like really sexual jokes towards one of the human characters who's wearing no you saw how like the
3: muppet show came back and then failed spectacularly right that happened already yeah, I think we, I mean Platinum Dunes wasn't involved, but that doesn't mean it didn't do pretty much the same thing. That's true. They were like, "You guys want to know who else Kermit's fucking?" And we were
1: like, "Nope." <laughs> and everyone was like, "No, you thank you." Want, <laughs> well, come on, you don't want to know where that little frog gets his dick wet. Come on, bro. you don't want to figure. You don't want to know that truth.
3: Uh, you don't want to know what room of writers decided it was this thing over here. Yeah. <laughs> turns out, it's all
0: pigs. It turns out he was he was into pigs. As a, I, as a thing.
1: I mean, Ugh. the thing with, like, that Muppets th- is, like, at least there was, like, an earnestness to that. Like, the thing about, like, the Platinum Doom stuff, you have to approach it with the most cynical, yeah. gross point of view. Like, you have to think yeah. your audience is full of idiots. Yeah. Uh, and that they only want to watch dumb explosions. And, like, you look at, like, the Transformer movies in particular. They're so so resentful of the audience and this one these movies i feel is like that too like like hey you stupid animal you like this yeah (laughs) take it and it's Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i
3: feel like you want to start out with something that wasn't that great to begin with yeah you know and then like blow it up crazy i
0: wanted the muppets to be so good i wanted to like it so badly and it just wasn't quite but you're right it was like trying to do something well and this is just it hates us and, and there
3: to needs suffer. to be a certain amount of guilelessness when you're approaching something like the I mean, we could really get into this, but we don't need to. I don't think I have anything that I want Michael Bay to touch. No, the game Physically is going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're no, I'm trying, well, trying to
0: make them good, and that's not the. Point.
3: This is already so bad. Why do we need more bad things? <laughs> All
0: right, fair enough. Uh, although I am, I was just looking at a picture, some pictures of the turtles' character design throughout time, and the cartoon—they're a little disgustingly muscular. I, I didn't realize that. I forgot oh, yeah. how muscular they used sure. to be.
3: It's just like an ongoing problem.
0: Yeah. Maybe you guys, should, yeah, they shouldn't be so strong.
3: I think if they were more like turtles, could we do? T- <laughs> Can you imagine if Noah Bombach made a turtles movie?
2: Where they're just oh, like, Oh, yes. You're not my dad. That. And <laughs> Jeff
3: Bridges is there. And, like, the Duplass brothers are there. And they're all just, like, sitting in a dorm room, like, looking at, like, potted plants and, like, wondering how they can, like, get with Greta Gerwig. Oh, <laughs> I would watch that movie five times.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, Anthony, do you have, who else would you like to see then their production company ruin it. Uh, the Turtles?
1: Oh, uh, wait. Wait, who would I like to see his production company take on the Turtles?
0: Yeah, yeah. I oh, said ruin because would, I don't think it'll go well. But uh,
1: I would like to see uh, Wes Anderson take on anything, uh, just to see the quirkiness oh, of that.
3: The Wes so Anderson much turtles. symmetry.
1: Uh, but I mean, honestly, I, don't, I say give the totals to someone like George Miller. Why not oh, let oh, him? Yeah. Oh,
3: smart, smart, smart. That's someone who
1: gets good. like good kids movies and good action movies. You know, i like knows if,
3: how to incorporate darkness in a way that makes sense. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Miller would actually do great with this franchise. I feel like he's got like he's gotta be too busy because I, I I think I he sent
3: that him. to voicemail. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. The Chuckle Cash dude, I promise you'll like it. Uh he's probably doing fine. All right. Uh that's the, for the game of top five. Top five. Top Thank five. Uh, top, top. Top. Top, two. Top, three top two. top two. Top two, top two. anyway, if you have questions or games you want us to play, go to Facebook.com slash <laughs> read and weep or on Twitter at read underscore weep. And now time for just a quick minor compliment from everybody in reverse order chris you're up first what's your last nice thing you have to say about teenage mutant ninja turtles out of the shadows
2: uh sometimes cartoon violence is hilarious i mean nobody uh Nobody actually gets stabbed through the body with a sword or anything like that. But Casey Jones can take a hockey stick and make any like yeah. he can hit a hockey puck at anything. Any, and I love any any that stick kind of, a of hockey shit.
3: Stick, any small object is a hockey puck, and he is
0: yeah.
1: Flawless. Any small
3: business owner is a target. You know <laughs> yeah.
0: Casey Jones
1: style. <laughs> to a stick, everything looks like a puck. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh, yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed that. He yeah. also, oh, he also made himself rollerblades out of an office chair's wheels.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. Because even though
0: he didn't, he didn't actually need any additional speed. He just needed to feel more like he was playing hockey. Exactly. Um, that's awesome. My minor compliment.
3: Ooh,
0: yeah, I guess I was next. Um, oh this is a super tiny moment and this is the one moment i really liked mikey is the first time mikey looks up and sees bebop and rocksteady this crazy rhinoceros and warthog but humanoid um he just looks up and goes (laughs) and that's his whole reaction to seeing them for the first time (laughs) he didn't know they existed and that is uh, the that is the best response in the whole of the film is to just be like yeah this is weird shit's happening i'm fine with it you say what Angela. you will about
3: mikey he is game for some weird shit yeah
0: <laughs> he's down for whatever and i like that about him
2: yeah that's that kind of reminds me also of uh do you guys see a civil war t- or uh yeah the captain america civil war movie yeah when spider-man's just geeking out about being in the same fight as all those guys it's like hey I- you have a metal arm yeah, that's fun yeah that's good he <laughs> <I laughs> sounds
0: like, so sad well i just like i feel like the tagline for most movies now should be the thing no one's clamoring for, and. uh and and in this case, it was a new a new Spider-Man. There's there's been enough Spider-Mans in my lifetime already. I don't need the new Spider-Man.
1: Man was the best thing about Civil War?
0: I know, which is not a compliment to that movie.
3: Also, I feel like you've gone your separate ways with marketing in general, which is fine. I know. Yes, but, but
0: just uh, there's just so many movies that are like no, like like there's a new live action Tarzan. There's going to be another... other. Yeah,
1: that seems unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, and that's no going to for. crater so bad and like the, these things like people want the things that are good and will do well you know like that Tozan is gonna create a real bad but what about bad this why is there there's others? an
0: other one of this Teenage <coughs> Ninja Turtles movie that nobody liked like and did not do great I'm sure he made a yeah. little bit of money and also I'm guessing from the opening uh, credits that uh, China and uh, and Abu Dhabi paid most for this movie yeah paid for most of this movie but oh Alibaba no it's Alibaba Ali so, sorry um but yeah, the other countries were paying for most of this film. I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, and this movie has Crater too. This has been a really bad year for like unnecessary sequels. Like for all the shit we get shoved down our throats this year. Like, I'm actually been kind of proud of American audiences. Oh, how good, many yeah. things we've straight up rejected this year? Oh,
0: Gods of Egypt. Good for us
1: yeah yeah. god Alice in Wonderland 2 that first one made a billion dollars and everyone was like we're not doing that again yeah (laughs) like as a people we're like no Disney yeah don't even try that
0: that's a
3: good point yeah good job America you guys are doing great all right Tanya what's your minor compliment I this is becoming Tanya's eyewear corner hi Andrea thank you for the tip Uh. um I I was really into Baxter Stockman's glasses they reminded me of Steve McQueen the director's glasses yeah um and I, I i was feeling was feeling that style and i'm not a tyler perry fan and i really was i was more drawn to him because of his eyewear
1: what if that was like some kind of shade tyler perry was trying to throw at steve mcqueen like <laughs>
3: uh, wait what you mean the co- the person who chose tyler perry's costume or was like trying tyler to throw perry, shade at steve mcqueen
1: tyler perry showed up and he's like no 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 i, I want to i don't like the steve mcqueen guy winning oscars i'm going to show i'm going to look like him and make him look like a fool that was like his idea
3: oh okay, that's so sad see. i like it <laughs> but yeah. why i don't know
1: well, why not I
3: mean, nothing good can stay <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> oh man i give up <laughs>
1: uh, i like it
0: uh all right anthony that leaves you what's your uh minor compliment for tmnt oots
1: oh um i thought you know when they were doing ninja stuff, that was kind of fun. I did like the airplane sequence. I, I thought that sequence came out of nowhere. When they jump from one like, to
0: the other, when one of them yeah. has a rocket skateboard for no reason. Yeah, the, was part of it.
1: that whole sequence I just thought was pretty fun. In an otherwise... The action
0: was so hard to follow in this movie. Yeah, there's <laughs> yes, a tank it, in the plane. It was really confusing.
2: Yeah, yes. but it was like the whole turtle jumping thing, and they get onto the plane, and then they go down into the plane, and they have a little fight in the plane.
1: Yeah, like, that was in an otherwise very drab, boring sequence that just had, it was all, basically all animated, it was just six cartoon characters, there was a scene when he shoots the tank straight at the camera, which seen in 3D IMAX was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's that seems alright. You said you liked the 3D IMAX because a lot of stuff was flying at you.
1: <laughs> yes, and you fall from great distances often in this movie. Yes. Uh, and that looks pretty cool as well
0: well what's weird is that it opens with this j- them jumping off of the empire state building and they're like what a great time and then they're in planes and he's and then all of a sudden one of them's afraid of heights right like yeah was that, like, that, that I, was I don't want to jump out of the plane I'm afraid of heights yeah. but like you were just this is your thing
3: yeah I mean I don't know don't don't look at a pile of garbage and ask it to make sense <laughs> Like, why is there a rubber band in here? Dude, pile of garbage.
0: (laughs) All right, that's it for our show, you guys. We did it.
2: We We did it. We watched this movie
0: and survived. I hated this movie so much, you guys. I hated it so much. Um, yeah. It was only an hour and forty minutes, and I was so angry during it.
3: Um, oh yeah, you yeah, see the I definitely, first definitely one. checked my clock a lot. Yeah, it's like really, this is what time is doing now.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, but this is it for the show. We'll be back next week. Next week, hopefully, more fun. We are talking about the gritty HBO reboot of Sesame Street, now with swearing
2: and nudity. I assume. Yeah. Yeah, it's like The Wire, but with Muppets. I assume that that is, yeah. Or it's,
1: what happened to Oscar Wallace? What happened to Oscar?
3: <laughs> I oh God.
0: I hope it's a wire that, joke. yeah, no, it's a good wire joke.
1: No, <laughs> that
3: was a wire. <laughs> 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 it was good. Really, uh, I thought that was about NYPD Blue.
0: I'm looking forward Weird. to seeing it. Uh, we're watching this because Ezra's got a baby, and they've been watching Ooh. it, and it's not nearly as good as the original. Caleb loves him some okay. Elmo uh, yeah of course know, man. but apparently we're gonna get but apparently Caleb is up in the air about this one too he likes the old ones better, I think. Is what's gonna, is he anyway, going to talk? We're going to get some Caleb opinions. It may be through his spokesperson dad, but we'll see. His spokes dad. That
3: that seems great and
0: cute. Af. Yes. So that's. I don't know.
3: Nice. I somehow I don't feel like I can't swear while mentioning his kid.
0: <laughs> I am troubled by how many people say af now on the web. Like people do it, uh, type it a lot because those are my initials, and so I'm constantly thinking people are talking about me, and they
2: are not. Yeah, that is cute. Alex Falcone. That's what I think people are saying I'm
0: like I just catch it out of the corner of my eye and I'm like is this about me? No this is just a picture of, a, of an otter
2: Yeah somebody thought that otter was dank Alex Falcone
3: <laughs> yeah. Dank otters send us your send us your favorites
2: Yeah, You don't need <laughs> dank otter pics send them to
0: Alex send them to me. They're, they're mine I am the dankest otter. Anyway uh, That's next week. Also thank you to everyone who sponsored probably unless they're still open but they're probably closed if we did everything right um, and then n- the week after we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a live a-, a live show again. We're gonna do another international live show coming up here in a couple weeks. Uh, where yeah we, uh, review a movie and talk about the uh, the sponsorship so look forward to that in the near future. Uh, thanks for being here as always Etsy Walter Smith. huh at the Tanya best
3: cowabunga yeah, I'm always been <laughs> that's what cowabunga. I said I like tried to convince myself as I said it and it didn't go great
0: <laughs> and uh, Anthony Lopez at Anthony Lopez part two on Twitter
1: radical dudes oh, I like that. <laughs> you just
3: angry you know what's fun
0: about it is that the new one they don't say those things as much they don't say dude as much they say bro a lot more mm-hmm. Well, because they're brothers
3: millennials what yeah.
0: let's go um, family <laughs> they are snake people turtles You know,
1: they also grunt really loud when they lift weights, too.
0: Why are all these turtles, (laughs) Chad? (laughs) Such a terrible time. Thanks for joining us, Anthony. It's always a pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Thank you you so much. Goodbye.